Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg and this week I am going to be talking a little bit about ESG investing and sharing some of my favorite clips from two previously recorded episodes with uh, Melissa Joy hosting and I just thought that our listeners may want kind of a recap on what ESG investing is and some ways to get started if they are interested. ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. And they're they're basically non-financial factors that investors use to measure an investment or company's sustainability. So environmental factors look at conservation of the natural world. Social factors examine how a company treats people, both inside and outside the company, and governance factors and consider how a company is run. So we're going to look a little bit deeper into this, and I'm going to share some clips from previous episodes too, in fact. And really what prompted this idea of going back to these old episodes and and covering ESG investing is um, at our monthly investment committee meeting at Pearl Planning, we get together and one of the first things we do at the meeting is review all of our holdings uh, performance year to date. So this meeting was just last week and we looked at first quarter of 2022. Interestingly, our best performing holding for the quarter was the Freedom 100 Emerging Markets ETF, which we had the founder, Perth Toll, She's the founder of Life and Liberty Indexes, and Life and Liberty Indexes is the sponsor of the Freedom 100 Emerging Markets ETF. And this clip is from episode 65, and Melissa Joy, founder of Pearl Planning, is the host. I hope you enjoy. Well, tell me a little bit about your story and how you find yourself today being the champion of an index that evaluates human rights and economic freedoms. Yeah, so I grew up in both China and the U.S. I um, was born in Beijing, and then I came to the U.S. around age nine. Um, And then after college, I uh, went back and lived in Hong Kong, where I traveled um, to the mainland, to Shanghai and and Beijing regularly. Um, And that is when the seed was planted for something like this, because in Hong Kong and in China, I saw the difference that freedom made in my life, how different my life would have been had I stayed in, in China versus growing up in the US. Um, And also the difference that freedom made in each of these markets, in the US market versus the China market versus at the time, the Hong Kong market. Um, So, you know, there there were certain things that I saw when I was there that that made me realize these things. And, And when I came back, I worked at Fidelity as a financial advisor for about 10 years. Um, During this time, I was in LA and Houston, and I had clients who were from China, from Russia, from Saudi Arabia, who felt the same way that I did about investing in emerging markets funds with large uh, 
autocrat exposures. So the, the problem that we're trying to solve is that a lot of us want emerging markets exposure because that's you know where the growth is probably going to come from in the next decade. Um, but we don't want to be um, allocating to kind of these countries that have very poor human rights practices or just these political regimes that don't respect you know human rights and and um, and economic freedoms. So you know it's a way for investors who believe in the long-term benefits of freedom, both personal and economic freedom, um, to be able to express that in their emerging markets allocations. Our strategy is freedom weighted versus market capitalization weighted. So instead of using the the largest companies and the largest countries um, weighted by size getting the biggest piece of the pie, we actually use freedom as the the main, the only weighting mechanism on the country level. So on the country level, the freer countries get a higher weight, the less free countries get a lower weight, and the worst offenders as far as personal and economic freedoms are excluded altogether. So what would be some of the quantitative measures that you're able to utilize, or how do you find the information that's objective to evaluate what countries offer economic freedoms you're looking for? Yeah. So objectivity in something like this, because freedom is kind of a nebulous term and it can be very subjective. So what we do is we use the third parties uh, data to give us the, the scores for the countries. So our data is provided by the Fraser Institute, the Cato Institute, and the Friedrich Nauman Foundation for Freedom. These guys are the world leaders in freedom and econometrics. And um, just to kind of define some of those metrics, uh, Examples of civil freedoms are like violent conflict, internal organized crime, terrorism, trafficking, disappearances, detainments, torture, and so forth. Political freedoms are things like rule of law, due process, judicial independence, corruption and transparency, freedom of movement, freedom of expression, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, um, freedom of religion, and so on. Uh, economic freedoms are things like legal system and property rights, sound monetary policy, freedom to trade internationally, uh, business regulations, and the level of government interference in private markets. So if you combine all of these together, and we do equal weight all of them, all the freedoms are equally important and they work together. And um, we just take the composite total score for each country. And that's how we derive our country weights and inclusions. That was Melissa Joy, the founder of Pearl Planning. Uh, on an episode with Perth Toll, the founder of Life and Liberty Indexes, the sponsor of the Freedom 100 Emerging Markets ETF. So we're so thankful to have her on the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast, as well as our next uh, clip, which is from an episode also on ESG investing, uh, hosted by Melissa Joy as well. And her guest is Kalita Blessing, who is a certified financial planner and wealth advisor with Quest Capital Management. She's also a chartered SRI counselor, uh, which is an investment advisor focusing on sustainable, responsible, and impact investing strategies. So this clip, we're really going to just touch on some of the different terminology that is used, as well as what it means to discuss ESG investing. Hope you enjoy. SRI or ESG, what what does that mean? SRI stands for socially responsible investing. And it really is an older term um, that we used to use all the time. ESG is stands for environmental, social, and governance. 
And that is a newer term that we're using more often now. Um, And so some of you who have been in the business for a long time may remember SRI. Some of you who are new to the business may just know ESG and never heard of SRI. But the main thing with SRI is that it's really the umbrella terminology that encompasses everything. It's kind of the, it's really the term that has been um, uh, embraced by the, globally by the financial industry. Um, And it's an all-encompassing term that includes things like ethical investing, green investing, uh, impact investing, socially responsible investing. That's one of them. Uh, Triple bottom line investing, um, mission-based investing, and ESG investing, and sustainable. So all those things, uh, all those different areas actually make up the total umbrella of the definition of socially responsible investing. But ESG is really specifically about the focus on issues and factors specifically around uh, environmental, social, and governance issues and using those three um, areas as perhaps a factor or a screen that you might use in a portfolio. And the terms ESG are, I think, growing in terms of recognition and awareness. I might say that it these types of investments are investments where there is a financial motivation, but there's also additional criteria or purpose associated with the strategy. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's just um, of a slight shift in one's thinking in terms of aligning one's value with one's investment portfolio that I don't know that we've always done, but I think it's becoming more mainstream now than it ever has been. And and so I think as you explain that um, to folks, they do become a little more interested. Let's talk briefly about the types of ways that you can incorporate these strategies in your in portfolios. So you mentioned clean energy stocks, and I think you've mentioned to me that that you have some clients with a sleeve of these types of stocks in their portfolio. Yes, I do. But some other emerging, you know, options are direct indexing, where you could put a thematic overlay, um, and that's um, it's more sophisticated. We could talk about it more more in detail in a whole podcast all its own. Um, but it marries technology with investment strategy. For me, I primarily use exchange traded funds and mutual funds for my um, exposure to ESG. But but you can always start with a foundation and then tailor based on the client's desires or or passions or needs. Um, in addition, I have moved many of my donor advised funds for those of you all who are all doing that work uh, in the donor advised fund work. They have a, um, you know, you can choose an ESG portfolio for your client who's, who has that mandate. Um, and I have many of my clients that want that mandate for their donor advised funds. So those are some other options that make that a little bit easier. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with some clips from past episodes on ESG investing and what that means and how to get started. I have linked the full episodes that I took these clips from in the show notes. So if you're interested in learning more, uh, you can take a listen there. And of course, you can reach out to us at Pearl Planning. At Pearl Planning, we do have ESG portfolios available for all different uh, investment needs and risk tolerance levels. And as always, if you found this episode informative and helpful, we really appreciate it if you share with others who may also find it helpful.
Thanks for joining us and have a great day. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.